Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I can give you at least 12, maybe even 13 reasons why I loved the season finale of Doctor Who Series 10. And we're going to talk about The Doctor Falls tonight on AfterBuzz TV's Doctor Who After Show. Geronimo! Yay. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion. AfterBuzz TV. And now. Let the buzz begin! Hey there, Glassians! Welcome back to After Buzz TV's Doctor Who After Show! Yeah, I thought I'd, uh... Yeah, I see what you're doing there. Yeah, it's almost like this is relevant to the very last thing that we saw on Doctor Who. Uh, I'm so excited to get into tonight's episode. Uh, Guys, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Let's get through introductions. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson. Tari Miller's right here. Hi, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T E R I J A Y. Ooh, and I'm Dave Child. You can find me at mrdavechild or davechild.com, because I'm Dave Child. Uh, All right, Bird Boy, calm down. All right. Hi, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow, and that's M S E D R I N S N O W. Okay, guys, let's get into Season 10, Episode 12, The Doctor Falls. I call it the finale. It's sort of the finale. It's also not really the finale. It's a finale for now. It's it's a finale for like a couple of months. Six months. Yeah. It's a finale Um, for majority of the characters we saw. Yes. (laughs) Um, It's the weird thing that Doctor Who, that happens with Doctor Who with the Christmas special Mm -hmm. being a a solid thing that is just always going to happen now. Uh... And Moffat's choice to almost always use it as a plot-heavy episode yeah. as opposed to a right. standalone. Yeah. Um, so in this case, it, the, in my mind, the Christmas special is the finale. Anyway, we're here to talk about The Doctor Falls. Um, I loved this episode mm-hmm. with a couple of tiny nitpicks that we'll get to later because I just want to talk about how much I loved it right now. Yeah. Uh, positive nitpicks. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think of this episode? Quick overall thoughts. I I mean I liked it. I really liked it. I, I I was worried because I tend to not like the second parters of Moffat, and I think that it's uh, I think this one was really strong. I like that it took its time. I like that it was a lot of talking in a room, mm. which normally I wouldn't. But I I feel like especially on finales, in the past we've had it so it's like bigger. And it's kind of more extravagant over quality. And this one was just like characters we're fascinated with and we know talking to each other and having intense conversations with one another. And I kind of like that. Yeah. 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 I really liked all of the the character development-y stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, especially between Missy and the Master. That stuff, I think I could have watched a whole season of them just hanging out. Right. Um. And I also really liked the emotional stakes throughout the whole thing. Like, there are times when I feel like 
nah, it's the doctor. He'll never, like, he'll never, he'll find a way out. But this yeah. time, like, it was, it. you felt how dire it was. Yeah. Yeah. So I really liked it. Yeah, I, I liked it overall. You know, I, I think I had some things that I was kind of like, Meh. but m- majority <laughs> of it I did like. Um, I think a big thing is that there were things that, that were played on this episode that I wish had been more developed earlier before uh-huh. to, for me to have more of an emotional reaction to. It doesn't mean I didn't have an emotional reaction, but overall, you know, there were just some things, especially with Bill and Doctor, that I was, wish had been a bit more developed, like their relationship even if I had a great one, a bit more developed overall. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Uh, why don't we start off with Bill mm. and the Cybermen? Yeah. Um, that was like the big through line of these episodes. And then we're absolutely going to get into the Doctor and the question of why his regener- Why is he so resistant to regeneration mm-hmm. this go around? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. Uh, the Master and Missy as like a true duo in this, in the craziest, just like this is Doctor Who being Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna get into all that, but let's start with Bill, because um, the the way that I, I think it was, I was fascinated by the way that this was written and the way that they in directed. Um, it was directed by Rachel Talley, who also directed uh, the first parter, mm. the first part of this mm-hmm. uh, as well. Um, what did you guys think of the way that we sort of bounced back and forth between seeing Bill as she saw herself right. with the perception filter on versus the Cybermen, Cyberman Bill? I I liked it because I felt like, for one, I did not want to have all this emotional conversation with a Cyberman <laughs> and just like with that, ah, my feelings, I, but I love you, how, why? That would just be a painful whole episode. Yeah. But also, it's you know we got to see uh, we got to see Pearl. Is it what is Pearl Mackey? Mackey? Pearl. Yeah, Pearl Mackey. I knew it, and I didn't say it. Pearl Mackey really, you know, she got to have a presence in this episode mm-hmm. because of that, mm-hmm. and she wasn't just someone behind a mask. It was weird because I felt like I know what they're going with the retro who feeling, and it was nice last episode. But in this episode, it just feel felt a little cheap and weird. Oh, really? Like it, I felt like the the face was great and yeah. scary. I like how we couldn't see past it. But every time they did, there was a few shots where they would have Bill like look forlornly out a window and turn to the side, mm-hmm. and that outfit from the side just looked like just looked like a jumpsuit with like some things attached to the front. Right. And that kind of kind of, but I mean, that's just. That's one of the things that I'm like have a hard time getting into retro who because it just kind of I have a hard it looks time. Cheap. Yeah, you can see the seams on a lot of old. Yeah, I, so I felt like I wish it was a little bit creepier. Interesting. Like I wish it she looked scarier and not as like the cheapness kind of makes it look oh. a little sillier. Sorry, I, uh, I actually like uh, the the Monda like especially now in the in, since we've had the like super duper uh, mm-hmm. armored. 
Cybermen, because especially with the origin that they've given them, uh, we know that they were basically slapdash together. And so, like, how they are now is basically the idea is that the Master took all these parts from this ship and essentially just threw them together, and that's the design. So I like that they are they seem so piecemeal. You know what I kind of wish happened? And I know this is a little backseat driving, but it would have kind of been nice if she just felt like she could take off the suit. Uh-huh. And so she took off, like, that little flimsy skin, and you just saw a skeleton arm. Mm. Or, like, a, just a robot arm, like a Terminator arm type yeah. thing. And then she realized she is hardly a body underneath there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that would have been just like, oh, wow. She yeah. really doesn't exist and you can't save her anymore. Yeah. Right. She's it's still... a family show, though. But, there... <laughs> but, like, in that Doctor Who way where it's like a robot, not like a skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Bones. Yeah. But guts. ultimately, like, I think what, what really, like, what really made this fun to watch was that, like, all that stuff aside, yeah. getting to watch Pearl Mackey deal with this. Yes. What made it shine through all the silliness of the Mondasian Cybermen like outfit mm-hmm. was sort of like you forget about it after. Yeah, a that's true. Bit. I mean, that was just a little bump, and then I was fine with it. Yeah, yeah. a little bump. I'm right. all positivity today. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was good, and I really like the uh, when she looked at the Cyberman in the mirror and. <laughs> That's why I have Man in the Mirror stuck in my head mm-hmm. after watching that episode. But I that was a good moment. And the fact that she couldn't understand why people were scared of her and how she was on the inside compared to how she was on the outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of that was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, the being shot at and just like the saddest like, well, I guess I'll go then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. The, not getting angry because of that big weapon on her head. And that'll blast through the... I kind of wish they paid that off a bit more, but like, at least it, it meant that she couldn't do... Yeah. Everyone was scared of her. I mean, that is interesting, because if you think about it, there were like some strange, like interesting racial undertones to like what she was going through. That, that people were just... I'm sorry, guys, I'm going to go there. No, I get it. And yeah, her, I, 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 I kind of saw it, too. Yeah, I, I don't think the show was doing... It was, yeah. was, that was an accident. I think that yeah, was very like, cool. And yeah. it, just kind of like this, uh, you know, people are just afraid of her solely on how she appears, regardless of her personality or who she is, on the inside. But they've been taught that they've been conditioned in a way to believe that because she is a Cyberman, that she is uh, a threat. Yeah. And that she will be violent, inherently. So, like, as a black woman, I was kind of like, oh. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> and I yeah. think from her perspective, it also plays to her as uh, a lesbian. Yes, like, exactly. They're genuinely, and like, it's very loud in the news, like, Today on, mm-hmm. on both fronts, but like mm-hmm. the her, the idea of people who are, are are gay coming in is like, oh my god, they're gonna ruin our society. They're gonna change everything. Yeah. And people like, yeah. just look at that one factor. Don't see the person, mm-hmm. and the fact that they're a, they're good. Yeah. yeah, there's like in the gay community, I feel like there's more of like that. It's, it's like sick, but this idea that they're an infection that they're going to come in and change you and infect you. And so that's the Cybermen part as well. Yeah. Whereas within the black community, it's more of this person's going to enact some type of violence against me just yeah. by their very presence. Mm-hmm. So I, I appreciate mm-hmm. those those tones that were played with as well. Yeah. And I, I mean, I was so happy that I didn't have to deal with the Cybermen voice as well, or just like her being a Cyberman the whole time, because that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to see Pearl Mackey be Bill, and um, just right. that that emotional scene between her and, and the Doctor in, in the barn 
I just I lived for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also thought the little girl was going to end up actually being Bill. So yeah, kind of yeah, like, that kind of seemed they, like it, they right? chose. A, they, I, for a second, I was like, are they going to do some weird like time thing? <laughs> they did only because like, especially just her hair. Yeah. Was so just like that. If you if you told me that she was playing young Bill in like a photo, just like put the characters next to each other, back. Yeah, of course, that's... You know what it might be is, like, oh, how can a little version of myself even be scared of me? Mm Because if they had cast, like, Mm -hmm. a little white kid, even, Mm -hmm. it would have seemed like, oh, this must be because of the color of skin. But she's not. If anything, she's more of a facsimile for how Bill actually behaves, because, um, what was her name? Elite? Elite? Elite. Uh, Elite. Mm -hmm. Um... Is fearless. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like, oh, there's Cybermen outside, like, we're shooting them because they're going right. to, like, hurt the scarecrows are back. Ooh, let me see. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the only one who, like, goes up to Bill without even hesitating. So it does seem like a like, little Bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like what you were talking about, too, because it seemed like they were building that every, almost every single episode this season mm-hmm. has had a moment like that yeah. where she's had to address her own race and, uh, Sexuality. And sexual sexuality mm-hmm. through like looking at aliens and robots mm-hmm. and all the people they meet on the Doctor Who spectrum. So the fact that they that she is now a Cyberman herself was really it just it felt like a culmination of that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they even fin- they finally said the 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 name of the president of the United States this episode, right? Which it took them all season. I was like, I felt like that was you. Moffat going, "I'm out. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. I'm out. Bye." Um, uh, I actually could have. I mean, like, it was a little. I, I understood the point. Um, I did. I only didn't like it because it dated the episode. I also <laughs> didn't like it because he said Donald Trump is inevitable. And that kind of bothered me. I understand the point that that was being made there, though. That like at a certain point, even in like whether the society, like in any society, somebody with those abhorrent views mm-hmm. on the world, yeah. it, somebody like that will come to mm-hmm. power at some point. Right. And it's about yeah, what you do when it happens and how the world changes because yeah. of it. Whether it, whether it goes down that path and continues into to bad or mm-hmm. if, if it ignites the good in most people yeah. Yeah. to be better than this example that they've that's been given. That's a good given. point. And I think um, in terms of it being dated, that's something that... Well, we'll see in four years. But it's something that, like, like, people will, like, when people, never mind, I'm not going to say that reference, but when people, you know, if if it's a good time, if it's a bad time, if it unites people, if it doesn't unite people, it's a big moment um, Mm -hmm. that people will, I think, kind of, not look at it as dated, but look at, oh, yeah, that was at that time. I didn't mean dated as in, like, I just mean, it like, it roots this in In, this year. Okay. As opposed to, like, letting, making it timeless. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was a few other jokes and moments that were kind of dated it for me mm-hmm. in this episode. Like, there was one that was really bad that was uh, the ultimate Apple update, where they were talking about throwing the Apple yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's putting it at a time Well, period. that's only going to get more relevant as Apple takes over. I heard our, it the second I time. Yeah. I didn't hear it the first time. Yeah. Uh, so, that joke could be made from... The 80s till now. I guess. It, it just kind of felt as... I mean... I just think it was a cheap but joke. Yeah, right. same with them. Moving forward, because yeah. there's a, so much to talk about in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, we got to talk about uh, Bill and um, her, her yeah. love. Her, uh, the, the pilot. The pilot, mm-hmm. whose name I just blanked Heather. on. Heather, Heather, thank you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I uh, 
I had a question because we were talking also, as we get to that too, we were talking last episode about how we were kind of worried about it being a damned if you do, damned if you don't, with her turning into a Cyberman. Mm-hmm. Do you think they were able to save that? Because mm-hmm. they were able to have her be saved and yet also be damned at the same time? I'm curious to hear your guys say especially because I can see Adrian's face. Yeah. <laughs> it was beat for beat what they did last season. And that was what I said. I was like, uh, if they save her, <laughs> like they already did this the year yeah. before. So that's going to be frustrating. It doesn't mean I didn't want Bill to be saved. But, I mean, it was someone else who who was, like, at this point, supernatural, who came in, saved Bill, and now they're on an adventure. And that's exactly what happened to Clara. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, oh. What was her DSX okay. machina in, in that sense, in Cla- uh, Clara's? I, for- I kind of forget. It was the second TARDIS, and it was, uh, well, technically, her, her DSX machina was the doctor saving her between the heartbeats. Mm-hmm. And right. then it, her going off on the adventure was her and me essentially using the new TARDIS. Yeah. Yes, okay. But, that, right. but that's the thing. Like, I actually disagree that this is a duet machina. Yeah. I actually, I, I, I've been very clear on my mm-hmm. views about mm-hmm. how they handled it last season. Mm-hmm. I actually, I genuinely love the way that they handled it this season yeah. because this was clearly laid out mm-hmm. and there was a plan and mm-hmm. they when when you go back and you look the hints are there it. the pieces have been they've been Moffat has been slowly layering in yeah. what he's been planning from the start of this story mm-hmm. um like have it like the the tears from mm-hmm. back from the pilot episode like that all connects it makes it within within the Doctor Who universe mm-hmm. and with Doctor Who's flexibility on how the stuff works right yeah. it makes sense story wise yeah. The idea that because the liquid ship pilot can, like, take your, like, mind and separate it from the physical Mm -hmm. of your being, that's what we sort of established there, Mm -hmm. it is a clean way to get her out of the Cyberman form because Mm -hmm. she was holding on to herself. So she's removed from the physical things that were reprogramming her brain. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it certainly wasn't slapdash by any means. And we got the tear, because we got the tear question mark towards the end toward earlier in the episode mm. and we episode, saw yeah. it last week yeah. yeah it all makes sense the one thing mm-hmm. that i sort of like ha- i i choose to just like rewrite a little bit in my head mm-hmm. that i'm like just don't do that was the offer of we can just go back and be normal mm-hmm. and like co- like make chips mm-hmm. and all that because like that's like no, like make this like she ha- she's just in this ship yeah. now, and I took it as more of like a she can't really oh. do that, but like Heather is like offering her well, that as a yeah. soft way to let her into this. I think they're existence. leaving the door open for Pearl Mackey to potentially come back as a companion if that's something that's negotiated behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, yeah, that's I, I don't think they would do that. I hope they wouldn't. I would hope she would still stay yeah. supernatural, yeah. but. With that said, I also felt that the relationship between, and I think I said this very first episode, I wish they had developed the relationship between her and, that, and Heather more. Yes. yes. Um, even if that had been something where they made that a two-parter, because we had so many two-parters. Right. Well, you know. I think Moffat knew that they needed to do that more when yeah. he started getting this episode in the editing room. Mm. And this is where I'm going to get a little mad. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> BBC okay. America, all right. BBC America executives, you and I, we ought to have a little chat about this year and this season and how you air these episodes. Because I actually watched this on 
you're on cable. I am one of the people that helps support you via advertising and all that. Because I watch it on television, live, not via download. (laughs) But when you air... Like, when you have your emotional crescendo moment of, like, Bill survived because Heather showed up. And it's this, like, I thought it was a beautiful moment, a beautiful way to wrap up her story. And then you just cut it to, hey, here's an extra scene from 12 episodes ago that we never showed you. In case anyone who is listening doesn't know what I'm talking about. After the moment where Bill is pulled from Cyberman, Heather talks to her. It cuts to... Not to commercial, but to, this is a BBC America extra scene, and it shows us a slightly extended version of the scene in the bar from the pilot Mm -hmm. where they first meet. And the only thing that happens in this extra scene is that they stare at each other just a little bit longer, and apparently the doctor was there jamming out on his guitar. Yeah, it was like the end of Twin Peaks, the current Twin Peaks. I don't know that reference. No, no, I'm not spoiling anything. (laughs) But it's just like how in the current Twin Peaks how it always goes to the roadhouse, Um, and you always have people playing and kind of staring at one another, and it doesn't really make sense. It was like... That, where it's like, thanks, cool, we got that moment. Oh. Yeah. And then it even, when, then when it cut back, and I just watched this, so this just happened to me, and when it cuts back, you even hear the music, because you have that wonderful, like, like, music from when Heather shows up, cuts to the scene, and it comes back, and you just hear, like, it goes back <laughs> to the music. Yeah. It was not meant to put a scene in there. No, it totally disrupted the flow of the episode. And that's not even to mention the little weird, like, hey, here's a flash of what's coming up in, like, the next yeah. piece after commercial break. You, BBC yeah. America, you have literally edited spoilers into your broadcast while I'm already watching your show. <laughs> that I get that you want me to stop on, like, as I'm fast-forwarding through commercials, on net, like, just, it doesn't have to be a spoiler in there because you've literally spoiled plot it's twists okay, with Zach. that. It's okay, okay. Zach, okay. It's all right. Zach, okay. it'll be okay. 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 Guys, Zach. Back. Yeah. Right. Zach. Zach, I know. Okay. I know. You broke the wall already. You 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 smashed your TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We get it. All right, we get thank it. Zach. You, yeah, thank you, so everyone. I, I apologize no, uh, for going off a little bit. That's <laughs> been building up all season. If you want that emotional build, uh, just check it out on Amazon. Yeah, just uh, watch it on Amazon, yeah. I guess. It's very emotional. So you're Take that, me TV. Yeah. America. Yeah. Uh, I just um, wanted to slam my fist into the snow and yell, no! <laughs> Let's what, talk about the doctor. One thing, well, bef- before, before we move, move off yeah. Heather totally, I did also want to say, I think the reason why they put in that if you want to go back, you can, is so it doesn't seem like Heather is just kidnapping her. Because it kind of, like, if they make it so, this is how you're saved, but you gotta be with me forever. Oops. <laughs> it's gonna be kind of weird. But yeah. if the fact that they made, like, or I could take you back, and if you want to go home, and then I'll just continue yeah. being the pilot. That's fair. That's cool, too. That's yeah. fair. It's it's all safe, you know. But I love you, so maybe I, you stay with me. That's sort of I also right. just thought it was weird that she also left when the doctor was passed out. I was like, really? 
What's with people leaving the doctor passed out? <laughs> she doesn't quite. At least, well, they made it so at least they she were. Gave him a kiss. She also doesn't quite understand regeneration. Like it was yeah. never fully explained to her. Weirdly, like there was so many moments where I think the doctor could have been, "Hey, this is what happens when I die." Right. But because I think he kind of, as we're seeing now, has a doesn't really want to regenerate. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to explain it. Mm-hmm. So she really thought he was dead yeah, and was just like leaving a dead doctor. She does not understand that he'll come back. And she even says, I can't imagine you not coming back because it feels like you'll always be there, mm-hmm. but you're probably not. You're dead. So I'm going to leave you in your spaceship and go right. away. Yeah. So she just doesn't know. Yeah. It's a good thing. She didn't decide to like burn the spaceship. with him. Yeah. Her. Let's right. bury him. <laughs> Let's, uh, he must've been buried before. Like as I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he has. Uh, Cause I mean, We've seen all of his. I guess like, yeah. we, that doesn't happen like off screen somewhere. Because <laughs> I guess we've even seen his transformation to the War Doctor now. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Who knows? I also thought that um, just with Heather before we move off to the Doctor, I it's it is wacky that she's an all powerful being, but I do like that the tear was kind of a I'm going to keep tabs on you moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it made it so to me, even though I said DSX Machina before. I really don't think it actually was. I think they really did set it up. So. It's yeah, not. It wasn't slapped. Last, last year was a Duex Machina because yeah. they had done nothing to pre-establish what, and, and we keep using that word in case anyone's not familiar with that term. It refers to a story point that just something that comes in conveniently out of nowhere to yeah. just save the day mm-hmm. even though there was no it, it just like, it just it just appears. Right. There's no previous yeah. build up yeah. or story point to yeah. show it up. Last year, that's what happened mm-hmm. because there was nothing like, oh, well, I can pull people out and stop the between heartbeats, and yeah. like that's mm-hmm. a way to keep people alive. It was just like, this is a thing that exists yeah. now. This seems like a bookend. It was a beginning and an end of a story. Yeah, this was something... Somebody even used the same director. Yeah. So that yeah. kind of implies that they, had, they, had, they thought it out. My only issue... Well, the same director as last week. As... She did, did Rachel the, Talley I, do the pilot as well? I thought you said that. She, she directed last week's episode. Oh, okay, I don't remember if she directed. I can look um, that up, actually. Okay. I have a computer. Yeah, but no, well, yeah. well, he's doing that. Um, kind of going back to uh, the, I guess, the gripe about the established relationship between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wish that they had kind of had a few more moments where she was kind of thinking about Heather or, like, Maybe I don't. I didn't need them to go as far as like every time Bill cried, have Heather's like head pop up and then like pop back down, and you go back. Right. And you, but like just some other <laughs> method of who's crying? <laughs> oh, I'll be back. <laughs> it's not, not dire yet. Heather out. Um, but yeah, like because there had to have been points where. Bill was crying during her Cyberman surgery, like yeah. things like that. The so monks. like, I just yeah, I just wish that there was a little more establishment between. Especially since day. they seem like they put a lot of effort into setting up the mom for the monks moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that if they maybe if they took some of those mom moments and changed them to Heather moments, just yeah. being like, man, I wish I had someone as good as Heather. Well, that was great. <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually would have loved to see. Yeah, I would. I would have loved yeah. more of Heather. Yeah, um, I think it could have yeah. even be. It could have even been something where they were, you know, at the beginning stages of the relationship, and we were kind of coming into the middle of it, right. or just something to give me just more of a through line. Because I also felt like with the mother, that was kind of wasted because they they did all this kind of stuff with like the doctor go, taking it the pictures. Didn't go anywhere. Yeah, it, it went. The, it was set it up went all to the for monks that thing. Yeah, Overall. so she can use her mom powers on the monks. <laughs> 
It I was thought fun. Bill yeah. was underserved. Um, um, and that yeah. Capaldi, to a certain extent, was underserved this uh, season. Tyler C. in the chat asks, uh, was Pro Mackey's time as Bill always meant for one season? Uh, I don't think that it was necessarily meant for one season, but mm-hmm. I think after they started going, they knew that they were going to give Chris Chibnall more or less a clean slate to yeah, take over. Right. Whatever he wants Just like Moffat had when he took over the show, and I think mm-hmm. it benefited him. And that's, like, for me personally, I think the strengths of seasons five and six was that there was just, like, there was no baggage. It was just, mm-hmm. like, start with the Doctor Who mythology and go. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I'm excited. I'm actually really excited to see what that can look like again because mm-hmm. we haven't had that. There's always been either a companion carryover or a Doctor carryover between seasons yeah. since season five when Matt Smith started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Chris Chibnall is, uh, he's the Broadchurch showrunner, right? Yeah. So yes. maybe it'll get darker. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, um, I actually, when I when I looked, I did a, at one point a, a like a, a little examination of his epi- his like his episodes that he had written up until then, and his mm-hmm. episodes were actually fairly they were they were serious in terms of like what they were like that they dealt with some issues and stuff, mm-hmm. but they tended they didn't tend to be the darkest episodes. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. But the show has gone darker, so yeah. it could go in any direction. Um, especially if he's coming off of uh, Roger. <laughs> <Broderick. laughs> like, yeah. um, he's just in that mindset, like, all right, he's a detective. <laughs> so let's now. Start. It starts with child murder. Okay. <laughs> all right. Oh, no, let's, no, no. Let's move forward because um, we got to talk about the doctor. Yeah. And yeah. we'll come back to Master, the Master and Missy. Oh. But there's so much fascinating stuff around, like, why. So, the, like, the doctor is. For the, for the first time that I can remember, like, uh, I don't want to go aside. Yeah. Like, he actively is, like, refusing to regenerate. Mm-hmm. He's treating regeneration as a negative. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's, to me, it felt like he has, especially Capaldi, showed a lot of growth. And it seems like he's now a very mature, very competent and heroic doctor mm-hmm. more than he has in the last couple of uh, like generations of himself, mm-hmm. and I feel like he feels like he's finally grown mm-hmm. to a place that he feels comfortable, and so he just wants to stay there as yeah. much as as as, yeah. as much as possible because he knows the next one could just be a reboot and a change that he doesn't want to see. Yeah. It's like going through puberty all over again. Mm. Like, yeah. you get to a, a nice place, and then you, you're essentially your whole body changes, your personality changes. And you have to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is a bummer. Um, I, I also feel like it, you wouldn't have gotten it as much with Matt Smith, because he was the one who was avoiding uh, all of his problems. And he was also the one who was, like, he was ready to die. Mm-hmm. So he didn't expect to regenerate, so it didn't matter to him. Mm. So, like... I think it makes sense that like uh Tennant's was very Tennant was very like settled in and he was mm-hmm. also very dark and I think he parallels Capaldi a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that's that kind of is why um he doesn't want to go. Mm-hmm. Um and that reference was he, he yes. had the reference he when he was returning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so he had I don't want to go and what are the other two? What were so the other two references? It was um uh Santarans are perverting the course of human history, which is, yeah, is a fourth doctor. Um, I don't want to go, Tenant. And then uh, I will always remember when the doctor was me, which was Matt Smith's last line. He was like, so it was just other regeneration moments, Mm -hmm. like, popping into his Mm -hmm. brain as he, like, woke up in regeneration cycle. Yeah. 
Which uh, I yeah, I think I, th- I feel like the a uh, time lord in regeneration is almost like an existence of itself mm-hmm. that like only shows up between their lives, and it's like it suddenly connects to all of those other points mm-hmm. in time when right. they regenerated. Mm-hmm. I um, I completely understand why Peter Capaldi didn't want to go. I read the I read the article or the review on I think it was AV Club where they talked about how it was kind of like the Doctor got to be himself, like. Everything we've seen since William Hartnell to now has just been, like, a midlife crisis for the Doctor. And so for him to kind of look, as he looked at the beginning, you know, at the, essentially the same age as he was at the beginning of the series, because Peter Capaldi was 55 and William Hartnell was also 55 when they took over the roles. Mm-hmm. Um, for him to have to come face-to-face with that older, the, the only other oldest version of the Doctor is kind of fitting. It's like, I finally accepted that this is who I am and, you know, and that I'm I'm kind but stern and uh, I don't have to, you know, what, who was it, River Song? Somebody said, oh, the lizard woman. What's her name? Dang it. Um, uh, Vastra? Yeah, Madame yes, Vastra. When she told Clara that the face that he had when he was Matt Smith was for her. It was for the people around him to make them feel better. But it wasn't, it wasn't the doctor and that, mm. like that from season eight or mm-hmm. series eight. Right. Um, so it was nice to see that Peter Capaldi was, I think Peter Capaldi, even though David Tennant is my life, um, is who I imagined the Doctor to, to truly be. Right. And to finally come back to that after all these years. Like, he's like, I just don't want to do it again. Like, I don't want to be I don't want to be young a handsome young or, boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, Peter Capaldi is super handsome, you guys. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's just like he's, he's who he wants to be now. Yeah. So I, I got that. When he came into this space, he said he chose it mm-hmm. for like for a reason, and so like it, yeah, just I'm just adding on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, God, I feel like they're setting up for a female doctor. I they feel like there's literally a line where it's like, uh, is the future gonna be all girl? We can only hope. We can only hope. <laughs> yeah. And also, when he starts flashing to the people in his life that are like really women. important to him, except well, Jack, Harkness except for Jack Hartness. Was he was the one person that everyone else was like a woman enough to the point where it was like, whoa, these are all. I the mean, women they were lives. all like they I were mean, all, all his companions. like companions yeah. except Rory. The really Rory was the only one missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like that was the weird thing is that like they really got everybody who traveled with him in the TARDIS and for Mickey. any period of time because they even oh, had Mickey, yeah Mickey and Rory mm-hmm. were and Mickey's like I, even looser of a companion because mm-hmm. he was so spotty but Rory was consistent once he got in there mm-hmm. right and I think there was also just a focus on like because you saw Missy and you saw folk I just. I feel like there was a very female focus and Jack was in there just to kind of throw us off the scent a little well, bit. Well, they've mm. been hinting at it for a while. Even when, uh, last season, when he, he goes back to Gallifrey and he has to kill the, the, the lieutenant, general. the general. general. Uh, yeah. Rassilon? Was that Rassilon? No, no. Rassilon's like the villain that he's like going after. But the other one was just a general who was like, it's been an honor. And yeah. he like regenerates. And when he comes back, uh, he's a black woman. And mm-hmm, she's like, right. oh, God. That was horrible. <laughs> She's like, first time being a man, so much ego. Uh, yeah, I, was like, I remember oh, that. I hope they like you're hinting at it. I, I think they are. Um, yeah. But what we do have in this episode, I like. I want to dive more into mm-hmm. the first doctor, the, the appearance of the first doctor, mm-hmm. which like has been as soon as they announced David Bradley was going to be in, it, everyone was like, oh, so the first doctor's going to be yeah, in, yeah. right? Right. right. Um, and I think it's a really cool idea. Um, so basically, like. Uh, Tenth Planet, which we talked about last week a little bit, mm-hmm. the episode where the first Doctor, uh, f- like, 
dies and then uh, we see his first regeneration, um, there is actually a miss, like a time jump. Not mm. jump, but like uh, there's a moment where the doctor goes off screen. Mm-hmm. And this, if we are, if we assume that we are in the the Antarctic base where that all took place, which mm-hmm. seems very reasonable at this mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. because the doc, the first doctor comes out saying, "I will not change. I will not." The whole thing's ridiculous, mm-hmm. um, like because it's his first time going through it, and he's like, mm-hmm. "I absolutely don't want to do this. Like, yeah. why would I want to? He's never been through it before." Um, he, after he starts to feel weary, starts to wear thin, um, he goes out of the base and then we don't see him until he's found by the companions in the TARDIS like laying on his back mm. like basically dying on his last breath mm-hmm. after he leaves the base before he gets back to the TARDIS there is time for him to disappear and then just do whatever oh. mm. so that's I believe I think that's, that's where we good. are and so we can take the the Hartnell doctor and go wherever mm-hmm. from here with two doctors now who don't want to regenerate yeah, mm-hmm. I think I don't know where the where the hell we're gonna go with that, mm-hmm. but I am totally on board for that ride. Right. <laughs> it's also, I mean, like you said uh, earlier, there is that moment when, in regeneration where he's kind of connected to his past selves. So there's a chance this is just him having a conversation with like one of his past selves. Oh, like when, as he's trying to figure that out. Like when Tom Baker came in for uh, the 50th anniversary, yeah. and they got to have a conversation. You are me. Yeah, yeah I was that like, whole hey. thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I uh, I'm excited for whatever they're setting up here because yeah. I, I also like the idea of a whole episode. Where he's dying, I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. That feels like it's like I really thought we were gonna get maybe a new doctor at the end of this, mm-hmm. and then the, um, and then the Christmas episode will be the intro to the new doctor. Yeah, right? I really thought that they, that for for a, for a big chunk of this episode, I thought they were honestly right. gonna surprise us. Yeah, and you'd be like, here's the new doctor, and the, the internet would melt. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I also think that this is. Uh, this is nice because this is kind of we're gonna have like a King Lear episode where yeah. he's like raging at the storm and not wanting to go and and freaking out and yeah. and then coming to terms that he has to move on. And, I and, mean, David Tennant did. He had a whole episode where he was dying. Right. Um, right. Like, mm, and technically, was he was dying from like the top of this episode. Yeah, he's yeah. been anyway. Well, yes. Ever that was since, like him shaking everyone's hand. It was the Cyberman, right? That got him. Like when the first Cyberman who got him, and yeah, but and then was saved from Bill. Yeah, like Bill. I think yeah. that was the mo- that was he died there, yeah. or he started dying there, and mm-hmm. then yeah, um, yeah, and he, he keeps, keeps getting blasted, and then he I blew thought that up. was Bill at first. The the second one that kept blasting I was like, oh my god, did Bill like <laughs> yeah. she turned? She turned. She turned. Yeah. I wish I wish they just wrote Bill on her forehead or something. <laughs> Right? Like, every time they showed up, people were freaking out and being like, oh, right, that's the good one. Let's just put, like, a little flower. Or, like, just, like, some Sharpie. Yeah, Um, just something, like, like, the good one. Bill. (laughs) That's a little, nah, that's not too bad. Yeah, Maybe the, a the sticker. Layering. <laughs> I just Let's think I just think of one. Rick and Morty when like there's alternate Ricks traveling right. and it's like yeah. okay I'm gonna put a red X on my forehead yeah. so that you know that we're not the bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> See the red X that way if there's a shoot off you know who's not the bad like it's yeah. just like we have a plan for this it's not that co- very complicated especially when you've been through as many multi doctor things as this mm-hmm. guy has. Right. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, I felt that as soon as I said one of the good ones, I'm like, oh yeah, there is definitely some racial tension to this whole episode. <laughs> yeah. um, but speaking yeah. of multiple Time Lords, uh, let's talk about the Master, yes. Missy. And we can circle back and we'll talk like more predictions and theories towards the end. Um, but this was fun. Yeah, I was so part. happy that Johnson hit on himself. I was like, uh-huh. thank you. <laughs> That's just kind of what I wanted. Oh, yeah. I thought it would be hilarious. So it was awesome. I love how he just like I uh, he was questioning his everything towards Missy. Like he really mm. just wanted to he really and they wanted definitely to have made sex a, with Missy. They definitely made like a, a hard on joke, right? Yeah, they yes. definitely made a like, boner wait, joke. Wait, I missed the boner joke. Oh yeah. It was like, hey, is it weird that I and oh, then they looked oh, down yes. and she was like, Yes, it I, is. I see uh, my completion of that sentence heard it. Um <laughs> was uh just like is it weird that I want to do this? I think that's yeah. that was their it's okay sensors. <laughs> yeah. But it was definitely just, it was definitely yeah. motor If you just heard funny. it and you weren't watching, you wouldn't you wouldn't get that. Right. But the moment you right. see him kind of like Look down, look yeah. up, and then she looks down and she looks to the side. I'm like, oh, that's a boner joke. Yeah. Hey. Now we're good. And we had this <laughs> debate who. last week, so we don't need to get into it again. Right. Yeah, if you yeah. want our views on whether or not it is okay <laughs> to have sex with an alternate timeline version of yourself or future version or past we, version we of yourself. We talked about it as making out with one. Yes. But yes. Either yeah, way, we did it last week, so we're going to yeah. move on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. When so uh miss the big question in this is whose side at any given moment was Missy on? Um I think and she seemed, was trying to figure that out. Yeah, yeah, and so like at one point she says I don't know. Yeah. When mm-hmm. she's asked like directly. Um do you take that at face value that she legitimately doesn't know? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, I think that there's the like it's the it's the age old battle of the person who you want to be versus the person that you are. Even though it's like literally mm-hmm. uh, personified in her best friend and her former self, mm-hmm. you know. Or you could also see it if if you want to through the spectrum of like it's like her ex boyfriend and her current boyfriend. You know, one is a badass and the other one's Let's good for her. Let's just go with the right. yourself. Versus yeah, I like that one. <laughs> I like that one more. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I feel like. Um, she legitimately is trying to be a better person, but like, one, she's also an opportunist. And mm-hmm. so she was on whosever side felt like the winning side. Mm. Um, but overall, she really, really wanted to be on the doctor's side, but it didn't seem fortuitous. Right. It was like when Zaid, the end of Never Ending Story Part 2, uh, has to get a heart. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it like overwhelms her, so she destroys her own castle. Anytime I can bring that up, I bring it up. But um, <laughs> spoiler, but it alert. was kind of like, oh, if you haven't seen Never End Story Part Two by this point, like let it go. I was but, just um, gonna watch it on Friday. Darn it. <laughs> uh, it was one of those things of just like, I so uh, once she started to have those feelings, like I think she referenced it way back that she didn't enjoy having empathy, and that it was right. like, this whole new thing. You can't. Stop it! Once it's, once the the train is out, you have to you have to go along with the ride. Mm-hmm. And so Johnson hasn't experienced that, and I can I totally understand why he was like, "Ooh, no, yeah, I do not want yeah. that. <laughs> like that is sounds horrible. <laughs> I don't want you to feel this. I'd rather you die than like go inside with the doctor just because." Feelings suck, you guys, and oh, it causes yeah, people to, to destroy their own castles and themselves because it's just too overwhelming. And that's kind of what I felt like was. 
Yeah. That's yeah. what I felt as I watched it. Emotions are poison to the psyche. Right. And it's also like, I just want to... He still thinks he wants to win. Yeah. And he still wants to win over the doctor, yeah. even if that means killing himself. Because mm-hmm. he knows that if he stands with the doctor, if he comes back... He's lost. Then in his mind, the doctor wins. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. there, I got the sense that there was almost something... To, maybe it's just psychological. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was something even stronger. Just like being by her, by Missy being by the master, mm-hmm. sort of just like forced her into being the master again. It was like, it's mm-hmm. like a, it's like drug relapse mm-hmm. in a way. Like when it's right in front of them, yeah. right in front of you, it's hard to say no to the thing that you were addicted to. And for her entire life, she's mm-hmm. been addicted to this evil war path. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's easier to slip back, yeah, mm-hmm. um, than to take the hard path and be better. And as soon as, as soon as he like gets knocked out, maybe it's that she feels like she has to prove herself yeah. to herself, yeah. Right. Um, like old me would totally not be a, like we sometimes. Actually, I, I as I say that, I feel like that is definitely something that I've thought about. Like, what would me from ten years ago mm-hmm. say about? me right now. Yeah, I live my life basically on the whole concept that does my five-year-old version of me approve of this? And if it's right. a no, then I had to really consider it. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, <laughs> if it's a no. But no, yeah, I think it's something where um, I forgot what I was going to say about it, but the uh, she even said it. She says like, you know, I loved being you. <laughs> She's like, you burn yeah. like the sun. Like, like, there is something exhilarating about, if you ever in your life even minimally broken bad like just gone like I'm just gonna be bad for even it a month it feels great or do it everyone <laughs> <laughs> you know like when you're just like especially like in your don't teen years when you're like I'm just gonna do it yeah if you're a teenager rob rules. a store don't rob a store <laughs> I'm gonna try drugs like and and it feels great but you also know this is not a sustainable life right. <laughs> like I cannot do this every day but anytime you get like break a rule or anything like that it feels good but to do it all the time it would make you kind of you would have to kind of become psychopath to like in order yeah. to sustain it, um, and so it was nice to see her kind of be like, yeah, but this isn't who I really am. Right. Like, the doctor knows this isn't who I really am, and I felt overall this season set up the fact that the the master is just not a pure villain, and and none of the the villains on Doctor Who ever are pure villains. They're complicated, and they've they've gone down this path for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I actually really, like, now this episode painted so much of Missy's previous actions in that when she does her initial Cyberman plot, mm-hmm. which, one, makes sense why she was with the Cybermen when she first shows up. Yeah. Um, mm. But also, like, her, her whole plot was essentially to go, uh, was essentially to make the Doctor uh, feel like crap so that they, he so that she could feel like they were on the same level. Mm-hmm. It was the first step of her being like, hey, I want to be friends again. Can we do this? You're mm-hmm. not better than me. So we can be friends. Mm-hmm. And then, so like, she's been arcing this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that this is how it culminated. Especially, though it kind of made all of the, the like master stuff feel jarring to me. Because mm-hmm. everyone in this episode was arcing. Like, the the Doctor was having his arc. She was having her arc. And he's like, I'm still twirling a mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. knowing that, knowing that like, his last moments were seeing them two interact mm-hmm. kind of really explains why 
Missy becomes the way she does. Yeah. And also why she doesn't remember being there. Because, I mean, I would think that when he goes and before he regenerates, he has to do some type of mind wipe so that he doesn't, you know, realize that he is going to die the moment he transitions into this. It's like he knows his own future you at this point. They, they, so they, the, the excuse now that has been like just Moffat is just like cementing basically mm-hmm. is the timeline, whenever two versions of a character are at the same place, the timelines are out of sync. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the quote right. we've heard in the 50th mm-hmm. and, to, and in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Although, so they, the, the earlier version can't retain them is what they oh, say, keep okay. saying. Oh, the earliest version of the character can't retain the memories. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Although what's interesting about Shrug. this, yeah, <laughs> sure. what's interesting about this episode is though we see the master pull a Bill and Ted, like as far as uh, logic goes, because they have a conversation that says like I'm going to be so mad at you, and you're going to have such an emotional reaction, you're going to always carry. This one little thing with you, thing with you, yeah. yeah, and which is why I have it right now, yeah. And it was very Bill and Ted logic. <laughs> it was, it's something that I don't usually see in Doctor Who, but I guess they do it in Blink, then they do it in a couple of other stuff. It, it more or less works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah I'm just, like, okay, fine. It's just kind of funny to be like, and I'm going to leave the keys under here, and here they are. It's that that sort of like time jumping yeah. logic. Oh well, you God, do that to yourself. That I always I always go, ah, oh, I'm going to do this for future me. And then <laughs> yeah. months later, I'll be like, oh, I need a number. Oh, yeah, pass me to the rest <laughs> yeah. of the it is. <laughs> it was such a perfect master ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I the I'm sort of annoyed that Moffat seems to think he can like just perma perma kill the master, but he's th- he didn't. Yeah, I know, but it was like he he didn't have to say it. Like he could have just left Missy there, yeah. Yeah. dying and like on a ship that exploded, and like we could like whatever let future showrunners deal with it well, from there. But yeah. now, in order to use, if, if anyone ever wants to use the master again, it's going to take heavy lifting. Not that it, not heavy. really. We don't see her like. Fully die, and the master I lies, guess. just right. like the doctor yeah. lies. That's yeah. fair. Like, That's yeah. fair. Anyway, regardless of that, I thought it was like the idea that the master could stab his past self to kill him to, to kill in the back himself, stabbed in the back, and then shoot himself and then yeah. shot herself in the back. In the back. Yeah. Well, cross she, like crossfire. It was yeah. Per, it was perfect. She knew he was going to regenerate. Like she was like, I don't want to kill you. But yeah, yeah, I want to make I want me. you out of the way. Yeah, uh, and he wanted to to kill her, but we don't know what that vault's well, done to her. You know, it's yeah. also kind of nice because she's like, "Listen, it's time we mature mm-hmm. and become and stand with the doctor. In order for you to mature, you have to become me because mm-hmm. I'm maturing." Right. So that's why I'm going to kill you now so you can become me. It is like I love a logic that does so make much. sense. It's yeah. like coming out of your Breaking Bad. It's like, yeah. all right, well, I broke bad for most of my life. And yeah. <laughs> now i got to come back. And what's nice is like she does it in a hug. Like she still stabs him in the back, mm-hmm. but still in a hug mm-hmm. while, she, while he just like shoots her in the back. So it's very, mm-hmm. uh, they're aggressive in their, each their own way. And that was kind of perfect. I love yeah. how they laughed. Yeah, <laughs> and she knew exactly what had happened yep. in the moment, and was just like, "This is poetic." Yeah, yep. <laughs> I think they did. I think they made that permanent thing just so it seems like the because of that blank slate. 
that you were talking about. So yeah. this way, like, they can treat it as a blank slate if they want, but they can also write it out I as for- easily as they I forget who it was, but somebody tweeted at me, because, like, we, the, the theory that we've been, like, yelling about. I know. I, I took so happy over. Like, I was just like, this is the best thing ever. Master Doctor traveling season. It's like, I know. that theory went out the TARDIS door. I <laughs> wish. It almost like if she had kept walking and didn't get shot in the back, it could have become that. It was right there. It was so right close. there. Right there. Oh. Who knows? Maybe they'll... Maybe the Christmas special will save her. I, <laughs> I think she's going to be gone for a while, and when she does come back, it's going to be like a big reveal. Michelle Gomez is done. She's not going to Michelle Gomez yeah. is yeah. done, she's but done. the master yeah. slash Missy mm-hmm. in whatever form he mm-hmm. or she takes in the future. Yeah. Right. right. Um, but, okay, so that's more or less the episode. As right. We got like some fun stuff with Nardal. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying oh, goodbye. Nardals, he's so strong. Did you get, for one brief moment, <laughs> because Nardal was talking about, you know me, if I'm left with with more humans in a room, with I'm going to Three start, or more like, people in a room. I'm going to start a black market. And I guess he does come from, like, kind of bad roots. Mm-hmm. He broke bad, like, before River and mm-hmm. everything. But for a second... First, and I'm not saying this is a theory of what I believe, but for a second I thought they were about to reveal that Nardal is a third master, and he has been the companion <laughs> for, as we've been talking about oh this entire time. And I would be like, if they reveal that, it would be so stupid, but kind of wonderful. I mean, they don't. They explicitly go out of their way to say, Missy doesn't remember if the master goes directly to her. So it could have been master... Nardal? It could have been then... Missy Nardal <laughs> this entire time. Just been yeah. keeping like former... Uh, so- I don't know. Wow. I think that's dumb and not the case, but for a second, as soon as he said that black market thing, he's like, look at me. It's me. It's me. Everyone was like, oh, who is Nardal? Because <laughs> we don't really know. I mean, Nardal's he's been just, great. He's just sort of like a, a shifty, really smart... Dude, he was River Song's companion. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, River is not like... River... We, we met River when she was like... Or not when we met her, but like early River was like in jail half yeah. the time. Yeah. She was kind of piratey. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. her companion would have to be along those lines. Yeah. And right. that's where Nardal comes from. Uh, so, I guess that's why. And I do fi- I do like that he finds a lady. I do like how he kind of... <laughs> That and, lady was so into Nardal. I yeah, like, I think she likes you. <laughs> She's only human. Yeah, swaggers. And all. also the I'll, I'll try anything once. So it kind of reminded me of um, uh, some like it hot, like the end of some. Like oh it hot. yeah. It was kind of it when was he's like, nice, "I'm a man." He's like, "Yeah, he's, well, nobody's no perfect. One's, no one's perfect." <laughs> like, one of the best endings of a movie yeah. of all time. So I was talking about that hot. on a road trip with someone like yeah. two days ago. So why don't we? Should we move into some like? Official predictions sure, before we sure. wrap out the season. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Huh, and uh, I know we're running low on time. Thank you to our uh, our engineer Mark for giving us a couple extra minutes to yeah. wrap out this. I love y'all. S- <laughs> this surprise, like extra long episode that yeah. no one knew about. It's like, yeah. oh, it's an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, so what are you guys thinking as we move into the Christmas special? Right. Well, the only thing I can think of is that it is going to be a discussion about coming to someone's end by mm. talking to someone's beginning. Mm. And uh, I think it's... I, I don't know what the actual, you know, 
fun will be in the episode, but I know what the drama will be, and I think it's yeah. him dying and coming to his own death, mm-hmm. coming to terms with his own death. I hope midway through he, or maybe last within the last five minutes, all I really want is for the doctor to change into a woman and to immediately grab his boobs. Yeah, right? <laughs> because, right? I, mean, I was like, thinking the same exact thing. It's funny. you know, <laughs> like, that's what, you know... Yeah. When you suddenly become do. a woman, it's what, I do. It's what, what you I'm, have to I do. I am a woman, and I mean, if I turned into a man, the first thing I'd grab is my junk. Like, that's... I'd be like, yeah. oh, huh. That's <laughs> what that's <laughs> like. The, the new parts right away. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately yeah. go for the new parts. So um, that'd be cute. What if he gets to be... And I don't know, I'm not... So yeah, I don't have any casting that would, like fall in line with this, uh-huh. but a ginger woman. Uh, he finally gets the ginger, but now he's a woman. God, if he could be <laughs> Jessica Chastain, I would be, <laughs> that would give me life. I would oh, be all man. for it. Um, Jacob Albers, I agree. Uh, Jacob says, that I think the Christmas special will lead directly to the 10th planet, which is similar to what, like, what I was saying mm-hmm. before. I think for, yeah. for the first Doctor, that is effectively what's going to happen yeah. there. I think it's going to be about the two of them Find, I think this lines up with Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Finding the meaning of life, yeah. Right? Like discussing, like what is the mean, like death, like more, what more apt time than death yeah. to discuss the meaning of life, yeah. Um, yeah. And moving forward, um, maybe we'll get, maybe we'll see some sort of what, what, what does Gallifreyan Christmas look like? Yeah. <laughs> like what if they just, their life day? What if they bring? <laughs> yeah. What if they bring? Christmas to Gallifrey for the first time. Oh. The first Doctor and no. the last Doctor yeah. bringing Christmas. Don't don't do that. Yeah. Please, don't, <laughs> Please do that. don't do that. Hanukkah I, special, maybe. Don't do what I just yeah. said. Um, I would like it if the Doctor Capaldi ended up being the one who had to talk um, Hartnell's mm-hmm. Doctor into regenerating, mm-hmm. and through right. that, kind of learns like why he has to change. Yeah. And then, like, and I want that to just be, like, the first 10 to 15 yeah. minutes. And the rest, like, is him regenerating and then falling into a new adventure. Yeah. Right. There was a nice mirroring moment when, when Bill turned to the doctor. And I was like, oh, yeah, you can see it coming. You can see it in his eyes because Peter Capaldi's amazing. I'm just like, I don't want to be me. I don't want to be alive if I can't, if I'm no longer me. Yeah. And that's just, like, the understanding he had of that, of that feeling and also kind of being like, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be anyone else. I want to be this version of me. So... I think him having to convince the William Hartnell version to go back and also just getting a better understanding of what regeneration is, why it happens, and and why that's been something that the Time Lords have decided or however it was done. Like the origin of regeneration is something I'd love to hear. Oh, interesting. Wait, I just had a thought. So what we just saw is the doctor being like, no, I'm not going to do that. Old man, angry. And then... A ghost of the past walked into his life. Different uh, ghosts of the past. Go, well, mm. ghost of the past, uh, ghost of the present. Mm. I don't know who that'll be. And then uh, at, at one point in this, in this, when he's saying, he says, "Doctor, doctor, let it go. Mm. Time enough." Mm-hmm. And that I took that as him talking to his future self, mm. as like. Doctor, like you're gonna have your time. Mm-hmm. I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's gonna be like uh, Christmas Carol. I think. Yeah, I think we're gonna do a Christmas Carol and with Capaldi's Doctor. Oh, maybe yeah. you go into the future and see like 
not not the next doctor, but the doctor after that, or a doctor that so far will never actually get to that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I thought we did the Christmas Carol with Matt. They Smith. did. Yeah, they did. 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 Okay, but this did is like we? the but doctor this... taking it on. But yeah, it. I don't mean like directly. I meant more. I meant it more like it. yeah, uh, like metaphorical. Yeah, metaphorical. Yeah. Um, I hope there's that... a. Go ahead. Uh, there is also a rumor that this ep- the Christmas special is going to take us back to the Time War. Mm-hmm. Uh, or at least we're going to see Capaldi go through, right. oh, so like when he went to, like when we saw the all thirteen mm-hmm. moment. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll actually see his perspective on right. that. I would like to see if uh, the new Doctor's introduced in the Christmas special. I hope we get a, a good a good amount of time or lines to kind of get introduced to this new character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we kind of know, so it's not just, oh, woman, boobs, gone. <laughs> like, I, I hope wanna... it's just that. I hope she goes, oh, nice, and it cuts to black. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would even be inform the character. Mm-hmm. That would actually yeah. inform the character. Yep. So I just want to be able to, like, know who this next person is. Yeah. And uh, I hope it's not just, like, looks up. It's a new face, and we cut to black. Right. Yeah. That's not what I want. Uh, the chat has their thoughts on who the go- other ghosts could be. Um, Bill, water- watery Bill, could, could be, be a ghost of mm. present. Uh, let's be honest. As soon as you said that, I realized what it really would be. It's going to be Clara is the ghost of Christmas present, because uh, she's still out there I guess, with yeah. me. And it's Moffat who's going to bring her back. I-, I almost guarantee you Clara will be in this special. And you know that I'm not rooting for that. I'm just like, I can't imagine Moffat won't I do mean, it. I mean, it might be a nice, like, goodbye sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, just deal uh, with that storyline so it never has to be addressed again. You know what? If you want to go back to 1940s Manhattan, I'm more than happy to see Amy Pond again. Yeah. But that's it. No, leave them alone. <laughs> that was a great poetic it ending. Was. It was. beautiful. Just, you don't have to do it. Leave it alone, Moffat. I'm just saying, not Clara. Bring back River. Yeah. Anyone. Or, yeah. Anyone. Bring back Donna. Or you know Astra. what? Anyone. <laughs> yeah. And then so, uh, they were also yeah. saying um, Tom Baker's curator, mm. if he could, ma- if he made another appearance, could, right. be, could be the there. ghost of, of Christmas future in yeah. this yeah, uh, version of it. Because we already kind of know that's going to happen eventually. Yeah. Right. So that's not like she, and it's like vague enough that mm-hmm. like you do it without like yeah. hurting anything, breaking anything from the future. Yeah. Um, right. Any other theories before we wrap out, guys? Crazy wild swings at what the heck is going to happen in our, when, as it said on the screen, the doctors will return. Missy uh, will come back and be the companion for this whole next season. Oh. Uh, Capaldi will shoot the first doctor in the face with regeneration energy, killing him, and then he'll put on his face, and then have the whole rest of the show is Peter Capaldi it's pretending just, to be the first doctor. It's just reruns of the, <laughs> the whole thing. But they Perfect. superimpose yeah. Peter Capaldi's face every so right. often. Yeah. <laughs> under a Patrick Troughton mask. Uh-huh. Perfect. Yes. Adrian, what? Oh, I mean, I I just thought, I just, I think it's nice that it's kind of, it is kind of like a closed loop. Like, we are kind of going back to the beginning and. um, Surprise twist! Show's canceled! canceled. No, like, like the doctor always had to come to this moment in order for the first doctor to go through regeneration. Right, yeah. All right, guys. uh, That's going to do it for Mm -hmm. the Doctor Who After Show at After Buzz TV. Thank you for taking this journey uh, through time and space with us all season. It has been a blast 
to uh, talk Doctor Who with you guys mm. and also with you guys in the chat. Mm. Um, but uh, we will be back in five and a half months or yeah. whatever it is. Uh, five I'll come home five early. months in like 20 days so that we can discuss do it on Christmas the too. Christmas special. No, we usually do it like f- uh, three or five days after. Okay. Uh, the okay. studio is not open on Christmas. Yeah. We like, come what? back like whenever we can. But yeah. right. we will absolutely be talking about the Christmas special when it comes back, so please be on the lookout for that yeah. in mm-hmm. December. We'll tweet it. Um, and speaking, of, and you can find those tweets uh, when you, if you follow us all on Twitter. Please do so. Please continue to talk Doctor Who with us in the yeah. off season. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. T h a t z a c h w y l s o n. And also, I've just started up the Killjoys after show. If you're watching that on Sci-Fi, and there might be some if some time travelly, uh, not so, but interdimensional travelly Rick and Morty stuff coming down pipeline. Stay nice. tuned for that in late July. And I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. That's on Twitter and Instagram. (laughs) Hey! Uh, Yeah. You can find me at Mr. Dave Child on Twitter and Instagram. And also go to DaveChild.com. My name is Dave Child. Also... I'm on Preacher After Show, so catch me there on Mondays. Hi guys, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. It's M S A D R I N S N O W. I'm also on the Unproduced Table Read on Fridays on Popcorn Talk. I might stop in and say hello for a preacher this Monday. Maybe, maybe not, but maybe I'll be there throughout the season. Hopefully, someday Outlander will come back, and I'll do that too. Hmm. Um, and then I'm also in Wolfenstein too. So play that video game. All right. Nice. Bye. nice. All right, guys. This has been the Doctor Who After Show. Thanks for geeking out with us. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the Don't views forget. of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.